Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. What is the definition of true evil? Does it take something paranormal or supernatural to cause something to be evil? Or can people create evil? Can someone's deeds, thoughts, actions eventually get so dark that they themselves are the manifestation of evil without anything else interfering or inter-influencing that individual. It's, it's an interesting thought because it's kind of like, you know, the horse before the cart or that, or it, 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 there's no real true answer, I think. But uh, evil certainly exists. In our next story, we hear about someone who really kind of fell down a dark path and came so close to evil, not only the evil that seems to exist in the supernatural and paranormal world, but the evil that also exists within the minds and the world of the living. Just how dark and depraved the world can be, can get, can be, how people can be. And it can be truly disturbing. And then the energy that they expel and what it can do to those around them. Take a listen. I just want to share this part of my life because I just feel like I need to tell this story. First, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I'm currently 18 years old. I have recently came back to reality after a long period of darkness. I was a junior in high school when I started to meet some of the wrong people. I was making tons of friends outside of school who were not in school. So I was beginning to be influenced by all these people. My grades began to drop dramatically and I was very withdrawn from my family. I came from a big family, a family where no one does drugs and I really do feel blessed to have such an amazing family. So the fact that I was beginning to go on the wrong path was a horrible thing. Both of my parents are firstborn children of their families. 
and I'm the firstborn boy into the family on both sides of my family out of 18 cousins. So I'm in a position where I have an influence over a ton of my cousins. I'm a Native American on my dad's side, and my great-grandfather was the healer of the family. He was a chairman for Natives. When I was a child, we had a ceremony where he said that when he dies, I'm going to be the healer of the family. He passed away when I was about five, so I've been raised being told I would be very clairvoyant. I did not ever really understand it growing up. Also, another thing I feel like everyone should know about me is, growing up, I had extremely bad night terrors where I'd experienced the presence of extremely malevolent entities. So I've always known what evil is like because I've been a target my whole life. My great-grandfather explained how I cannot ever use drugs or be on any type of medication. For some reason, this was emphasized. Growing up, I was the center of attention and I was always that sacred child. I was raised by many different family members because my parents were 18 when they had me, so... I was pretty much raised in the middle of the family rather than just by my parents. I just wanted to tell you all of this because I feel like this adds a lot of weight to the situation. Okay, well, as I said before, I met a lot of the wrong people. I was just so curious. I could not resist myself. I began to use ecstasy, marijuana, and drink frequently. I also began to do tons of designer drugs that nobody really knows what they are. Also, I believe drugs basically make you extremely vulnerable to spirits and can invite things into your life that you do not want there. Note that I was only 16 years old. I began to hang out with people who were in their 20s. I was going to parties a lot, skipping school, lying to my family. I'd lie for money, and I wanted was just to have fun. That's all I wanted. This whole time, I was basically numb. I had no clue what was going on. I was so vulnerable. I was always uneasy, though, as I remember... There were one specific event that changed me. I was with my friend when I snuck out of my house. We walked to his house and began to do some drugs. We then had to leave the house for some reason. I think to meet up with another friend. We were walking and met up with whoever we needed to see, and there were five of us, and two people were sober, and I was not that high. It was ecstasy. As we were walking back, we were all perfectly fine, laughing and talking and having a good time, being rowdy teenagers walking down the street at about 3 a.m., Next, we all began to hear some blood-curdling screams and cries a few blocks in front of us. The best way to explain what it sounded like is a woman being raped. You could even say it sounded like a woman giving birth, but there was also something very weird about it, because it sounded like a woman crying out for help. And it was changing to a baby screaming, and a cat screaming. They were all very alarming sounds. It was the most horrific thing I've heard in my entire lifetime. We all went silent and stopped and stood in horror, looking at each other to see if everyone else heard it. We all heard it. Now we all thought it was a woman and her child who were hurt by someone and then left on the sidewalk hurt and crying. That's a scenario that went through our minds. So there were two of us who wanted to go towards her to help, and the rest wanted to run the other way. I demanded we go help the person who needed help. So we all walked towards the sound. The sound was then getting extremely loud. We felt awfully close to her, but we couldn't see her. Her screams began to get very intense, and as if she were being tortured, the sounds were extremely disturbing and gross. This is when it all began to scare us. We felt like the noise was on top of us, but we couldn't find her. Then it just abruptly stopped. Just like that. It quit. We felt like we were right next to it. When it stopped, we were all swept with a feeling of extreme evil. 
I remember feeling almost every negative emotion while feeling extremely filthy and disgusting, like I wanted to throw up. I remember looking at my friends' faces and they all had a look of horror on their faces also. We all just looked at each other as if we were all mentally saying, you feel that too? And we all began to just run. We all knew it was not what we thought it was. This event pretty much killed the night and I was traumatized. For the next couple of days, I was with my friends and we experienced a lot of strange little happenings, many of which were also experienced by other people who just happened to be there with us, like strange noises, footsteps, stuff like that. The weird thing is, I told my friend about the noise and she does not do drugs or anything. She's a normal person, quote unquote, and she is an extremely smart person as well. She's my girlfriend now. I told her that I hoped this did not mean that someone in my family was going to die. About a month later, my great-grandmother did, in fact, die. It was horrible. Everything just seemed to crash and burn in my life right then. The thing is, all this bad stuff happening in my life did not slow me down one bit. I continued to carry out my bad habits. Then came the summertime, and the entire summer consisted of partying. I would not come home on the weekends, and it was causing my parents extreme distress. Sometimes they'd drive around looking for me. So summer flew by, and before I knew it, it was my senior year. I barely graduated high school. I slowed down a lot on partying and drugs. I stopped drugs in January of that year, but I began using hallucinogenic drugs, which was the worst choice I think I've ever made. I believe hallucinogenic drugs allow us to see more than we want to see. It's like eating the apple of the knowledge of good and evil in the Garden of Eden. I was not using hallucinogenics very often, maybe once a month. In July of that year, I had calmed down quite a bit and was not partying or using any drugs at all. But I suddenly wanted to go to this thing called the Barter Fair. I live in Washington and our area is famous for these barter fairs. People come from across the country to go and so many of them do. You're basically like Woodstock. You come and trade art, food, drugs, anything else you have for something someone else has. It's a huge hippie festival. I've always heard about them and thought it would be awesome to go. I found out there was a small one not too far from where I lived, so I talked to some of my friends and they let me ride with them there. I was so excited because I thought it would be awesome, as I love hippie culture. Boy, was I wrong. We got there and it was nighttime. Probably about 150 people there, maybe more. I was overly excited but nervous because I did not know what to expect. We began to walk around and I immediately felt uncomfortable. The kind of people that were here were not good people. They were deep in the woods, away from any city, and it was filled with hillbillies. Sorry for using this word, but that is the best I can describe them. These people were beyond anything that I'd ever seen before. They almost did not seem human. They were friends for drugs, and that's all they wanted. They were brainless. Some of them were not even coherent. They would be so high, they'd basically fall asleep while standing. They reminded me of zombies. There were tons of them. People like them. I look at them as in complete submission to Satan. They were empty vessels at which anything could come and go in their soul. I was beginning to get very scared. There was a huge bonfire with many people huddled around it playing drums, gazing into the fire. It was almost like they were worshipping the fire. There were even fire dancers and people lying on the ground in random places. It was filthy. There was junk everywhere. Car skeletons all around, tents too. There were, it seemed, hundreds of tents. You could tell that some people lived there. As we were walking around, there were all these 
Stan selling various drugs, drugs of any kind. They had a huge bag full of all these different colored powders. Pretty much any drug you wanted was right there. These were the busiest parts of the place. People are buying drugs like crazy. It scared me because of how dirty it felt just to be in this environment. At one point, I even noticed a pregnant woman with her bare stomach hanging out, holding alcohol and obviously high on drugs. I just wanted to stand by the big fire and not walk around. As I walked up to the fire, I could hear a few people talking about how they had never seen me before and why I was even here. They did not even know me, and they knew I could hear them. They wanted me to hear. I just ignored them and stood there minding my own business. I felt extremely out of place for some reason as if everyone could tell I was different and did not belong there. A guy came up to me, and you could tell he had not groomed himself in a long time. He had a full beard and long hair. It was dirty and gross-looking. He was covered in dirt, and his clothes were basically rags. His eyes were half open as he came up to me, asking me how I was. He started talking all this nonsense to me, as if his main motivation were to confuse me. I could tell he was doing this on purpose, and he would not go away. I felt very unsafe in front of him. He offered me some opium, but I said no. After a bit, I stopped answering him, and he turned around and yelled, I can't find my friends here, to all the people standing behind me. All the people began to shun me like I did something bad. Everyone glared at me, which was the last straw for me. I did not want to stand there and feel humiliated. Another guy came up to me who appeared to have a deformed arm, and the side of his face was messed up. He was shaking extremely badly and started acting incredibly happy to me. He began to tell me he took a handful of pills and now he looks like this. But the way he said it was as if he was lying or telling a story he knew was not true. It's hard to explain. He seemed like he was trying to trick me. He was trying to sway me to his viewpoint. I just did not get why. All these people were mocking me because I was more of a city person. They could all tell. This was like hillbilly hell they were all ganging up on me. I then just walked to the car and locked myself in. I just wanted to sit in the car until it was over. I was starting to get extremely bad feelings, almost evil feelings. Feelings that they were very mean, like something hated me there. It was a lingering feeling. I told my friends I'd be staying in the car the rest of the night. They begged me to come out and walk around, but I would not budge. So I in the car for the rest of the night the entire night I was extremely uneasy. It was like a nightmare. Occasionally, one of the zombies would walk by the car. It was pretty much pitch black, but there was a little bit of light from the moon. Those zombie people would walk around in the darkness with their heads down all alone. Some would walk with a limp. They looked like real zombies. It was evident that it was the drugs making them act and look like a zombie. It was a very freaky night. Most of these people that were there, that place was their life. Drugs were their life. That place was their life. It was unimaginable to me. This is where it got freaky. I was sitting in the back seat of the car and my friends were with me. We all heard a child screaming and crying. We were in the parking lot, so there was not really anything around us except other cars. But the crying was horrible. It sounded like a small child who was being hurt badly. We all heard it and listened to it clearly for about 30 minutes. One of my friends even wanted to go out and find the child. The small child was calling out for help and screaming in pain, but it sounded so forced out as if there was a pain in the voice. The child would even shriek, I don't want to, I don't want to, repeatedly. This is why it sounded like something was being done to this poor child. I do not know what it was, and I do not want to. 
As I was sitting in the car, I began to get scared, feeling like something bad was about to happen. I was so scared, I started to feel lightheaded. I put my head down for a second. It did not help at all. I thought it could have been the cigarette smoke. As I lifted my head, my entire field of vision went blank. I could not see anything. Then I saw an evil face with about ten eyes and tons of teeth. The face looked like a red dragon. I remember it had dragon whiskers and everything. The eyes looked so mean. They were red. I remembered the amount of red I was seeing was crazy. The face was snarling and it looked right at me. The best way to describe this face is that it looked like a Chinese dragon. It was dragging to see at Chinese festivals. It even had gargoyle-ish looks to it. It seemed as if it floated right towards me and right into me. It scared me horribly. My friends were all freaking out, asking me what was wrong. I did not tell them what happened because they would not have believed me. I was extremely frightened after that, and I just wanted to leave. And no, I had not done drugs that night at all. When the sun started to come up, we left. As the sun started to light the place up, I started to see how filthy it was. It was nasty, it was a junkyard, and I am not exaggerating. I was so relieved we left. I just wanted to be safe in my home. It was the most traumatizing thing I've ever experienced in my life, and I was full of fear. I got home and told my mom everything. She was looking at me in horror of what I had seen. She believed everything I said. She then told me that it was probably a cult. It's kind of a far-fetched idea, but it made sense to me. I thought about it. The drugs that were being sold and the fee you had to pay to get in is all just money for them. Let me tell you, that place is in no way official at all. It's deep in the middle of the woods, on top of a mountain. It's on private property, so authority is not allowed there. So basically, we have no clue who oversees it or what they really are. It's just a place people know where to go to get drugs. My mom could tell I was truly scared. So did a bunch of people in my family. After this experience, I knew exactly why I was raised the way I was. I knew what I was raised not to experience was everything I just experienced. Everything made complete sense to me. I just understood my parents' teachings... I felt appreciative. Okay, this was in July. For the next couple of months, I would not leave the house. I'd sleep all day. I was always scared. I'd have so many negative feelings. There was darkness in my mind. I would see entities everywhere. They would manifest everywhere around me all the time. I felt horrible. I became depressed and hopeless. My family said they have never seen me like this before. I would not let my girlfriend see me for about a month. I just felt so alone and so scared constantly. I also have nightmares. I do not know how to explain the things that I saw, but I would see negative energy all around me floating through the air like a fog. It would move and interact with me. These little clouds of fog would bend light as water does. It would distort whatever images were behind them. They were extremely cold and they were always in my room. Sometimes they would even turn blackish or indigo in color. I eventually told my grandma about all of this and I began to open finally. This was in about September of 2012, and I finally wanted to get out of this fog I had been in. I began to pray to be healed and cleansed. I started to get better every day. I'd feel less and less scared every day. I feel such a free feeling. I started to read the Bible also. I started to get my head back in order. Well, now it is some time later. I'm almost completely fine. I'm leaving the house again and coming back to life. I cannot believe that I got sucked that far down by evil. I now know true evil exists. I know that I need to be more careful of what I'm doing with myself. 
I've experienced this evil firsthand. It may not sound like much through text, but words cannot really explain the horrors of true evil. I believe I was a victim of a demon or maybe even a couple. Who knows where or what I picked up there. I believe it was a series of events that led up to what happened to me. The evil manifested itself in my life so slowly over time for those two years. I just felt I needed to share this story. It's one that I will never forget. One lesson that I certainly learned for the rest of my life. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Want a commercial-free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcast right now and try it for three days free. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.